0: The Hawks drop game four at home and head back to Boston, down 3-1. We'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, lays it in to Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey's loaded. E-Dub. ladies and gentlemen boys and girls what is up what is up what is up welcome to another edition of the hawks beat podcast i'm your man edub taking you on another journey of atlanta hawks basketball welcome 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 into the podcast thank you for listening even though the hawks uh surrendered a (sighs) surrendered defeat to the Boston Celtics, 129 to 121. The series is 3-1 heading back to Boston. We're going to talk about what we saw tonight. We're going to talk about is it over? Is there anything the Hawks can do to go to Boston and pick up a dub? We'll talk about it. But first, uh, if you are new to the podcast, again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, here we talk Atlanta Hawks basketball. A big part of what we do is on social media, so make sure you connect with us on our social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is at Hawks Beat. That is our handle. It's all one word, Hawks Beat. And uh, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast as well. Google Play, Apple Pod, however you get down with the podcast. However you get down with the podcast listening, uh, just make sure you swing by and... Uh, Give us a subscription and a five-star rating. We would greatly appreciate it. All right, let's get into it, man. Uh, Again, Hawks lose 129 to 121. And if I could just encapsulate this game, it was just like so many Hawks games this season where you're either going to get stops or you're not going to get stops. I mean, you simply... Did not get enough stops. And here's the thing. You cannot get enough stops and still win a ball game. But your offense has to be super efficient. And you have to have some guys who are very special. And unfortunately for the Hawks. They didn't have any guys that were special tonight. Um, DeAndre Hunter was special for about three quarters and a half. DeJounte Murray was special kind of in the first half. Trey Young. So here's the crazy thing. Trey Young had a very good game. I was listen, he finished the game with 35 and 14. But at no point in the game did I feel like he was dominating the game. Like at no point did I feel like, okay, he's taking his team on his back. Maybe a little bit in the fourth quarter, to be honest with you. Maybe a little bit in the fourth quarter. But outside of that, it was just I mean, it was I don't know man like i just i didn't feel like he was going i didn't feel like he really just had it going tonight um to be honest with you like deandre hunter seemed like the man tonight like and the unfortunate thing about that is you're only gonna go so far with deandre hunter being your main bucket getter like deandre was kind of low-key cooking tonight he was kind of low-key cooking you know um but again, you're only going to go so far with DeAndre Hunter getting your, you know, your buckets, and um, at the end of the night, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. I thought that, um, <clears throat> yeah. So going back, and looking at the stat sheet, yeah, Trey Young was phenomenal. Not fourth quarter, 21 points in that fourth quarter. Played all the, the whole time. Um, it was almost like I just kind of wish he would have kind of kicked in a little bit earlier because before that fourth quarter it was it wasn't really looking too good It wasn't really looking too good he was 6 of 6 of 11 in that fourth quarter 3 of 5 from 3 but before that it um, it wasn't too pretty before that he was 5 of 15 1 of 5 from 3 he had 14 assists but only 14 points and the 14 assists are good, but I just felt like you kind of just needed to score a little bit more. I think that I think your team needed you to score a little bit more. So you look at this game and you're like, OK, now, what is the differences between this game and the last game? Well, first of all, well, let me read this tweet. Let me read a tweet by myself, <laughs> a tweet that I put out. And this was before the game. I said, if Trey. And DeJounte and Bogey all don't have games like they did in game two. What is the Hawks pathway to to victory? You know, and some of you guys tweeting me before the game. I got dollar one said and DeJounte need to both score 25 points plus a piece. I agree. Totally agree with that. Like on the minimum, you got to have 25. If nothing else. To offset the duo of Boston, like you know Tatum and Brown, they're gonna get twenty five in a sleep. So you gotta compete. You gotta not only have that. You gotta have to need that third guy to kind of kick in there. Um, one guy said this. He said, and let me give him his was which on Twitter, uh, Hawks super fan one. He said, three keys to the game: limit turnovers, especially Trey. Rotate on D. Pick up perimeter D. Someone that DJ or Trey needs to excel. Again, the focus is the same. You know, There's got to be a third guy. And one thing you did not get tonight is the same contributions from your bench. You didn't get those same contributions. Sadiq Bey, he didn't really have it going. Um, Jalen Johnson didn't really play a lot. Um, and Bogey wasn't really hitting shots. And when you don't get like games like those two had in game three, you see what you get. You see what you get. Uh, Going out, starting out the game, I I thought that Boston really just hit them dudes in the mouth, like, first. Hit them in the mouth first. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you got to hit back. you got to hit back. I don't know how many times I've said that. And Trey Young even said that after the game. He was like, man, they just hit us really hard, you know. Like, dude, like, (laughs) you got to hit these dudes back. (laughs) And, you know, in the first quarter, you know, Celtics went on a run, Hawks went on a run. A lot of threes were shot early, and I was like, "Yo, man, like I don't know if y'all want to get into a three-point shooting contest with this team." But at the end of the night, Hawks actually shot better from three than the than the Celtics. They were Celtics were eleven of thirty for thirty-six percent. Hawks were ten of twenty-six for thirty-eight percent. So he shot two percent better, but you were not making no twos. Like you know, as as a whole, Hawks were shooting forty-four percent from the field, and it is it's decent. But Boston's shooting 51. One thing I did notice while I was watching the game. I would say at least five times. I would say for the whole game. At least five times there were situations where the Hawks got either turned around on defense. And the, the guy on Boston would just dribble straight to the basket for a layup or uncontested dunk. Like, I saw that at least five times in the game, right? Like, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, if I'm on, if you're on Twitter, follow me on Twitter, at HawksBeat. If, if I'm wrong, let me know. But at least five times. I know Marcus Smart got at least twice. Uh, went at least twice. Straight to the rim. Beat your man off a dribble. No help. Nobody collapsed in the paint. Straight to the hoop. I think Jalen Johnson. I mean, not Jalen Johnson. Jalen Brown had one. And... It was at least five times. So here's my thing. If that happens five times, five times two is ten. That's ten points that you're just, you're not even contesting. Like you're not even like in the vicinity to try to make a defensive play. You're just going to give them ten points. You're just going to give them ten points. And at the end of the day, the Celtics one by eight they won by eight um so yeah that was a problem like their defense all night was a problem because 48 minutes you cannot get consistent stops for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You couldn't get consistent stops. And so here's the thing. If you're going to ball offensively and you're playing at a level where you don't need to get that many stops, that's one thing. But if you're going to shoot and you're not going to shoot that well. And you know that you need to get some stops. That's a problem. That's a problem. So the offense dictated the fact that the Hawks needed much more defensive stops than what they gave them. And they just couldn't get them. They just couldn't get them. Sadiq Bey wasn't. I, th- I thought his minutes were critical tonight. He playing out there. He's trying to get himself going. But. It was a no-go. It was a no-go. He was 2 of 7. He wasn't going. Bogey was 3 of 8. Nobody could go And that offense in the third, in, in, in game three, when Snyder went to that lineup of, I think it was like Trey, Murray, Bogey, and like Bay. Um, I don't even know if, if DeAndre Hunter was there, but he, he may have been in there, but um, I think that there was a lineup with Bay, Hunter, and Akangwu as your front line, and then any combination of Bogey and DJ or Bogey and Trey. They was all cooking third in Game Three. They was all cooking like offensively. They were like really good. This game they weren't. This game they weren't, and that's a problem. I mean, that's kind of like the difference in the game, you know. Um you need to get stops if you're not going to be shooting out of your mind. And I, I, I also thought that the Hawks needed to play a little faster tonight. I didn't think they played fast enough for my liking. It was just a lot of walking the ball up. And, of course, you're taking the ball out underneath the hoop. But um, they didn't play fast enough for me. I think at the end, before going into halftime, there was like a five it, it was like a 5 point game at well, like 1 point and then like after a bad pass a turnover and like it went from like 5 to 12 in like almost 2 minutes. The Hawks had a terrible finish to the half. And so you're going into the half like you're down by 12. And I was like, "Yo, like if you can keep this thing like under 10, then you really, really have a chance to, you know, make some noise in the third quarter or, or, you know, the second half. That was down by five. You know, the crowd was starting to get into it. And uh, let me just say this. Kudos to the Atlanta Hawks fans tonight. They showed up. They were on time. They were loud. They were ready to explode. Um, they were just ready to explode Waiting for something to happen, but nothing really dynamic happened tonight. Nothing really dynamic happened. I mean, if anything, the dynamic plays came from one diet, DeAndre Hunter, which is crazy. There was one fast break, and DeAndre kind of like dunked on Marcus Smart, and everyone's crazy and like, "Yo, you're down by, you're only down by five. Then next thing you know, you got like a turnover, you got like a shot clock violation, you have a turnover, and then it's like twelve. And so those things are just really demoralizing, really demoralizing. Going into the third, I wrote on my notes, I was like, yo, Bogey and Bay going to have to make some threes for this Hawks team to even have a chance. And I thought in the the third quarter, let me check the third quarter stats because I don't want to misspeak. Yeah. Um, So Bogey hit a big three in the third quarter. He was two of two. Um, um, Bay didn't really play that much in the third quarter, but... um, Yeah, at one point in the third, the lead was down to three. It was down to three. Um, (laughs) Bogey hits a big three as time is expiring. And then before you could even type Bogey hits a three, they immediately let Marcus Smart just walk to the hoop for a dunk. Like, Like, what are we doing? So fourth quarter begins and Hawks have a little momentum going into the fourth. So, Quinn Snyder has a decision to make. Do you keep Bay in for his offense? Hopefully, he gets going. Or do you go with J.C.? J.C. right now is, um, he, when you know he's in the game, it's obviously for defensive purposes. Because offensively, Mans is just out of place. He's out of place. He's not hitting that three ball. He's not doing anything in the post. He just running up, he just running up and down the court. He just running down the court, and so you, 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 your you, are you gonna use Bay? Or are you gonna use JC? And Bay was getting abused defensively. Oh my gosh, he was so bad defensively. Like tonight was not his best game defensively. He just he was bad. He was bad. So, um. Quinn was trying to go with the offensive unit. You know, he wanted Bogey out there. He wanted Bay out there. Played Hunter at the four. Played congo or or Clint at the five. I want to figure who he had out there. I think it was, um, I think it was Clint. And so he's trying to go offensive. Like, yo, man, I just got to, I'm going to just throw spaghetti against the wall. See if I can get some buckets going. See if these guys can get a run. Then Bogey picks up his sixth foul. And that was a wrap. John Collins comes back in, and then down the stretch, you simply did not get enough stops. You simply did not get enough stops. You had, um, Jason Tatum just, he is just really good at the game of basketball. (laughs) He's just really good, man. Like, there were some shots, you just like, oh, you just gotta tip your cap. Like, you just have to tip your cap to that dude, man, because, uh... He is just, he knows how to make difficult shots, man. He wasn't the most efficient, but when buckets need to be got, he got them. He got them. And I would say the same thing kind of for Trey a little bit, but, I mean, you guys spotted Boston a 10-point lead, and so the buckets didn't hit the same. They didn't hit the same, you know. Uh, Jalen Tatum, he finished the game with 31, and I, I thought he had some spectacular plays. But um, at the end of the day, you have to get stopped. Some way, somehow, you have to get stopped. So, I thought that another telling sign was the points in the paint category. Um, Celtics outscored the Hawks 56-44 to f- fifty six for points in the paint. That lets you know that, one, they were getting to the hoop, and two... They were getting to the hoop (laughs) like uncontested, like uncontested. Again, I told you, I I remember at least five times where they were uncontested to the hoop, walking down the lane, getting a dunk. So um, I thought they were better on the boards. They were better on 50 50 balls. Robert Williams, the third, played a tremendous game. 13 points, 15 rebounds. Uh, I thought he was just all over the place. Celtics it looked to me like they made the adjustment for game four and not the Hawks. I'm sure the Hawks did make some adjustments, but they adjusted because Trey wasn't going downhill off the pick and roll like he was in that third game. Third game, he had found some new angles. They had found something and they were able to attack. They were able to put pressure on the hoop. This game, it wasn't there, man. It wasn't there at all. Um, Fourth quarter, it was like Trey was just kind of like, okay, I'm just going to make magic happen. And he made magic happen in that fourth quarter, but he didn't make it happen defensively. (laughs) None of them dudes made it happen defensively. And listen, can we be honest? Can we just have a moment of transparency here? I want you to listen. Listen closely to me. Put your ear near the speaker. Put your ear near the speaker. I'm not going to yell at you. I need you to hear this. Boston is just better. They're just better. I hate to say it, and I hate to break it to you like that. They have the best player on the court, which is Jason Tatum. They have the best offensive player. They have the best defensive player. They have the best, uh, just they're deeper. Like they are just a better team. That's no shade to the Hawks. No shade. Uh, Listen, there's a reason this team is the second seed. It's because consistently during this season, they racked up more wins than losses. And the Hawks, they can't say the same. Because for every win, they had a loss. And for every loss, they had a win. That's why you're 41-41. Had to make the play in, and now you got yourselves here playing against a really good Boston team. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, before I go, I do. I didn't want to start the pod with this, but I have to make mention of this. While sitting in the presser, waiting for DeAndre Hunter to come out, a video surfaced on Twitter that showed Dejounte Murray. Headbutting, or making contact with an official. Now, I don't know, like, yeah, kind of, I mean, if he didn't headbutt him, bro, was really close to his face with his face, <laughs> and they weren't kissing. Uh, he obviously made contact with the official with his chest, uh, bumping the official on his shoulder. Now, if you follow me on Twitter at HawksBeat, you can see the replay. I retweeted it, so just go to my timeline and check it out. Um, there's a chance he might even—he might not even play in Boston, Jack. Like I don't even know if he's gonna be on the plane. I don't—I don't—I don't know if they're flying out tonight or what the deal is. But there's a good chance that Jante may not be in Game Five. There's a chance he may not be there. You cannot touch an official, regardless of how you feel about it. Regardless of whether you feel it was an accident or or DeJounte just slipped and fell, which he didn't. Like, go watch the video. Like, you can't be bumping officials. That's going to be, at minimum, a very hefty fine. And if they suspend him... I, I and you know what I think that it is very likely that he gets suspended you know guy you you know me I always talk about things that are possible things that are likely. I think it is likely that he will be suspended. I could be wrong I could be wrong but as from what I know from what the precedent that the NBA has set forth it, it appears you gonna miss a game dog. I don't know what was going on. Um, Lauren Williams, uh, AJ, uh, the beat writer for the AJC, asked DeAndre Hunter after the game if he knew what was going on, what he seen. DeAndre bless his soul, he was like, I don't, I didn't see nothing, you know. Which I believe him. <laughs> DeAndre isn't the most, I don't know. Let's just say I knew he was gonna say that he didn't see it. All right, can we just stop it at that? That's all I'm gonna say. I knew DeAndre was gonna be like, I didn't see it. So it's going to be interesting. Don't be surprised if you hear some breaking news tomorrow about one to John Murray. So it's unfortunate, but like I always say, the game is the game. Before we finish, what do the Hawks need to do to bring home uh, a victory? And I think DeAndre Hunter said it well. Um, in the press, or somebody asked them what do they need to do to get a victory. He's like, Look, we're taking things one day at a time. We need to match their intensity. We need to match their intensity. And I will go you I, I will say one thing in addition to that. Not only do you need to match the intensity, you need to match the intensity for forty eight minutes. 48 minutes. And I know that's easier said than done. Uh, I don't think any any of the team or anybody on the team is playing forty eight minutes, but um, you got to be locked in for that whole forty eight minutes. I don't know what wrinkles Quinn is going to throw out there. Um, I don't know. I thought tonight might have been a good night to take a take a run at AJ. Um, Jalen Johnson didn't get that much burn, so. It's very hard for coaches to extend their bench once the playoffs begin. Like, it, it, you don't really see that often. That's just not something that you see, you know. But, I don't know, man. Last game, uh, well, it's do or die. So, it could be the last game. I think Quinn is going to empty the okay, empty the <laughs> He's going to empty the clip. And you might see some new wrinkles. But, um, again, keys to beat Boston. To, the number one key is to meet that energy. Meet the energy, and as simple simplistic as this sounds, gotta make shots. Gotta make shots. Do not get into a three-point contest, a three-point shooting contest with this team while you are on the road. Do not do it. She will flame you. <laughs> Boston will flame you. Like, do not get into a three-point competition with this team. You just don't got to, you don't have the guns to match them. You don't got the guns to match them. So, I don't know. We'll see. Game three. I'm sorry, not game three. Game, what is it? Game five. That game will be held on um, February the 25th, which is, what day is that? It's in two days. So, that is going to be on Tuesday. Hawks will take on the Celtics. And, um, I don't know, man. Let's do or die. Do or die, Jack. So uh, this is a game you shouldn't really need to be motivated for. I think Boston will be highly motivated. They're going to be home. And they know the importance of closing out a team. They know the importance of it. Because last year, they were in the NBA Finals. And so they had to close out teams. So hopefully the Hawks can give them uh, their best shot. And so, you know. We're just going to see how it shakes out, right? We're going to see how it shakes out. But, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to put a bow in this pot. are going to wrap things up as usual. Let's all say it together as a family. God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So, if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. lobe love. We out. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.